Welcome to the Axial Spondyloarthritis Podcast, hosted by me, Jason Sacco. I'm a longtime spondy looking to bring the community closer to give the community a voice. I'll be reaching out to organizations, doctors, nutritionists, and anyone that I think can help increase our spondy quality of life. Enjoy and learn what is available to make your life better. Hello and welcome to this special episode of the Axial Spondyl Arthritis Podcast. So the other day I saw a posting in the Facebook page, Ankylosing Spondylitis Community Support Resources and Discussions. And this is a WebMD community that's on Facebook and it's run by Steph DePardo who was on this show, oh geez, a year plus ago. Very good friend of the show. I love talking to her when she's online and she's very interesting because she's going through this as a young person. And I went through that stages years ago and I can see a lot of what she deals with and what I dealt with. We just dealt with in a different way back when I was going through it. There just really wasn't any information. Sometimes vacillate back and forth whether that was good or not. Steph made a posting in there and she said, are you on disability benefits? She said, I'm still trying to get mine after six years of applying. Now, Steph lives in Canada. Her disability process is different than here where I live in the States. But as we were talking, I made a comment in there that I said I was on disability and decided to come back to work and really didn't think that anybody would care. And that's why I've never really talked about it. And another person that had been on the show, Lisa Marie Basil, and I'll have links to both of the episodes, to Steph's episode and to Lisa's in the show notes. And they, she said, that'd be interesting. I'd like to hear more about that choice. And I thought about it and I said, well, okay, let me, let me put a little something together. And so there's no real rhyme or reason or even flow to this, but I went on disability in October of 2017. I was not on any biologics at the time. I was not on anything. I had had bilateral hip replacements. Matter of fact, my left hip had been replaced three times. I've talked about this many times, but I was in a position where I hurt. Work was becoming less accommodating to some things, and my dad had been diagnosed with esophageal cancer. And so it all just kind of came together, and I said, you know, I can go on disability. My disability policy is basically going to pay me fairly close to what I make uh, before I worked overtime or bonuses, anything like that. And I'll get to go and spend some time with my dad. And, you know, I really, I had been gone for 25 years from this area. So I decided to pull the trigger and figure out what was going to be my next steps. I was approved for disability right away, not for the ankylosing spondylitis. That was really the icing on the cake. I was approved for the bilateral hip replacements and the problems I had had. Went through, applied, was on short-term disability through my employer, kicked over to long-term disability, and then started Social Security Disability six months after application process. I did not use an attorney. I did not do anything but sit down one afternoon and spent about an hour and a half going through the application, filling it out, and then submitting. My doctor knew that the requests for records were going to come. They really, a lot of times they'll tell you they won't do them. And what they don't want to do is they don't want you bringing the application in. In this case, I just put all the information in. Social Security requests the information from the doctors and then goes about putting the case together. Now, my doctors were really good. They had worked with me. They I had been long-term patients with them. And so they they knew what my history was and they knew where I was at. And I they knew I had spent, after my third hip replacement on my left side, they knew that I had spent two years on crutches just trying to deal with the damage that had been done to the drop foot and everything that had occurred and how it had just not worked properly. So they had also brought up disability to me. And so when I applied and told them I was doing it, it really wasn't some huge surprise. But I would tell you, if you're looking to go on to disability, make sure to evolve your doctors in the process. Make sure you're attending your doctor's appointments. Here, at least in the States, you're trying to put a case 
case together as to why you should qualify for disability, and disability is trying to put a case together as to why you should not. So you need to show consistent doctor's appointments, doing what the doctors have told you, trying the medications that they've recommended, the medications not working that they've recommended, and so forth. So I was on a disability, and at the same time I applied for disability, I tried Cosentex. I had already tried Humira, I tried Enbrel, and neither had worked long-term for me. So I didn't hold a lot of hope, but I said, let's try it. Tried it, and within the first three loading doses, I was like, wow, I can feel this difference. But I kept with the disability process, went through, left, came up to Michigan, and luckily that was, for me, great because I got to spend the last couple of years of my dad, you know, time with him while he was alive. Then it came to the point where I started looking around and saying, well, I'm surviving on disability. I'm not getting anywhere. I don't like where I'm living. I don't like, you know, overall my day-to-day existence. And I I started to think, can I go back to work? My job is a sit-down job. I worked in a call center doing financial services for 20-some-odd years. So I decided to see what I could come up with, and I found a position that was going to require a move to Florida. I moved down there, got everything set, was there a year, really disliked that particular company, and decided to come back here to Michigan to what I thought uh, was going to be a good job with good benefits. Turned out it was a good job, just not good benefits. I did not realize, and it was my own fault for not figuring out how those benefits were tied in. So as I did that, I, I started looking around and landed at the position I'm at now, which is I work from home. I work 9 to 5.30. Yeah, I don't particularly like that shift. I'd rather much be on much earlier and be done earlier, but it works. I have a good boss. So you know, that, that that's worked out fine, and it's, you know, enjoyable. I, I enjoy working to a degree. Yes, there's some things I miss about being on disability as far as it gave me far more time to be an advocate for the community, gave me far more time to be consistent with these episodes, and that's something that I miss is that advocacy part of it. But I still am able to keep the episodes going and, you know, just not to the degree that I had hoped, but, but it's good. It works out. I'm happy. I'm building more of a, a wealth for myself as far as retirement income. So overall, am I happy to be back to work? Yes. You know, would I like to have won, you know, a lottery and, and be wealthy? Heck yes, who wouldn't? And do I regret coming off disability? No. Does that mean that anybody else shouldn't try for disability? Heck no. If you need it, go for it. It is a arduous process for some, It would have not been possible for me had I not gotten some assistance from my parents to transition to the full-time disability. That's got to lie. It was just me, and between what I had to pay for child support, that left me not enough to survive on a day-by-day basis. Overall, you know, it, it worked fine, and for many, it's, you know, a needed thing. For me, I'm glad to be back to work. And so that there was, like I said, there was no real in-depth, deep decision as to why I came back on to work. I just needed to for my own long-term retirement plans and my desire to do some traveling and see different parts of the world. So I was going to need to have the ability to earn some income. With that said, you know, I, I hope this helps somebody decide, should I go on disability? Should I not go on disability? If you're in the States and you have disability insurance through your employer, make sure that you look at how that pays out. Make sure that you don't put yourself in a position where you get fired and lose that because if your SSDI, if your total benefits amount comes out to be $3,000 a month, let's say, and your long-term disability will pay up to 
your employment, which was made, let's say, 4000 a month, that long-term disability insurance will pay that difference. And so they'll continue to pay it. For me, I had a company that was very challenging to deal with. They tried to put every you know hurdle in my way to keep me from having to pay that, or from them keeping to having to pay that policy. But ultimately, they couldn't. So they ended up having to pay. And overall, it was good. I, again, I would encourage everybody to go after it if that's what they need. Make sure you understand how it works. Make sure you understand what you're eligible to get. And then make sure that if you're employed and you're going to go out, don't let work get to a point where they're going to fire you. Go on short-term disability. Work with your doctors to apply for the Social Security Disability. And also be aware that if you have long-term disability through your employer and you go on short-term disability and you're not coming back based upon whatever your doctor decide with you that their long-term disability will assist you with applying for disability benefits because they're going to pay that full amount of both what SSDI would pay from when you went on and the amount they would pay. So when you get that big check, you know, back, they're obviously going to take that because they've done the work and paid the full amount. But the key there is you're getting the full amount. So make sure to understand your long-term disability benefits, discuss it with an attorney, discuss it with your family, significant other, and what the ultimate choice is that's going to be best for you. Good luck on that. And again, I just thought I would put this out there after a couple of questions. Go and make sure to check out the forum that I mentioned. I'll have a link to that in the show notes so that you can decide to see if that's some good resource for you. I really encourage you. Steph is very friendly and will welcome you to it. And again, it's called the Ankylosing Spondylitis Community Support Resources and Discussion. It's on Facebook and I'll have a link to it in the show notes. Thanks and have a wonderful day.